Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Thursday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down two cents at 5.23 and a half. November soybeans up three and a quarter at 12.86. December Chicago wheat up three cents at 7.08 and three quarters. December Kansas City wheat up three and a half cents at 7.09 and a half. Uh, I'm sorry, December Kansas City up uh, three and a half at seven or nine and a half. December spring wheat up four and a half cents at nine oh eight. If you guys are listening on the podcast, really appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review if you have not already. I'm streaming live on YouTube, on YouTube and on Facebook here this morning. So if you are watching on YouTube in particular, make sure you subscribe to the channel. I think we can get up to three thousand subscribers probably this week or early next week. And then my goal, bigger picture, is to get up to five thousand. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Hit the like button on YouTube. Help YouTube to spread this stuff out for me. Uh, that's the way that it works that would be much appreciated if you need some additional assistance from me go to my website it is www.standardgrain.com go to that website click on grain marketing plan here in the upper right hand corner you got to check out my subscription service 49 bucks a month bill to your credit card cancel at any time you'll get my morning email it goes out every business day at 6 30 a.m central time you get my text message service you get my subscriber only videos and content through all of those things you're going to get a ton of information from me some real in-depth stuff in regard to grain markets, grain marketing, um, all sorts of, of stuff that will help you out with your grain marketing as a farmer. So check this out. There's no other fee, no other obligation. I won't try to sell you anything else, as I have said in the past. So there was some big news regarding the RFS yesterday, or potentially some big news. There was a document obtained by Reuters suggesting that big cuts to the nation's biofuel blending requirements are forthcoming. The document indicated cuts for the biofuel requirements uh, retroactively for last year, for this year, and then um, perhaps a slightly higher number for next year. Ethanol would be the biggest loser here. Retroactively in 2020, the conventional ethanol number, according to, to this document, would drop from 15 billion gallons down to 12 and a half. Uh, for 2021, we'd be at 13.5 billion and then 14.1 billion in 2022. Uh, some traders cried fake news or market manipulation. Uh, the news did not move the corn market much. It did move the RIN market. This is a quote from Chief, uh, Growth Energy Chief Executive Emily Score. She said this, if the rumors are true, this would be backpedaling on the president's commitments to uphold the RFS. It's hard to imagine any justification for the administration to make such a move. The EPA did not comment on the story, neither did the White House. The EPA said this, um, they, they cautioned that the numbers are not final and still subject to revisions before clearing an interagency review process. Uh, to make this simple, I think it, it this probably is one of two things. Uh, the first thing is that this is fake news and it's an attempt at market manipulation in either the the rin market more likely or in the corn market or it has some sort of other political motivation that is is i think what seems to be the more likely scenario the second scenario is that these numbers are real and if that's the case this is a direct slap in the face to the u.s corn farmer to the ethanol industry and a um 
a big kind of reversal in in rhetoric in regard to uh, the Biden administration and what they've said. None of this is final. There is nothing official here. This is a leaked document, and it appears, you know, it, it seems to me as if these leaked documents or leaked news uh, every month or so, six weeks, you see some sort of story regarding uh, this sort of stuff. Yet we still haven't seen anything official. So this is up in the air, guys. But if it is true, it's very, very bad. Uh, my guess would be that these numbers are not necessarily true. But uh, I don't know either way with, with any degree of certainty any more than anybody else. And you can get into a lot of analysis when it comes to this. You can really break down the numbers. I'm not going to do that today. Maybe I'll do an episode where I, I bring on a special guest and we do that. But um, again, one of two ways. Either this is fake or it's a big bad story uh, for the corn lobby, for ethanol, that sort of stuff. U.S. ethanol production declined last week, 926,000 barrels per day. That was up 2% on the week, um, or I'm sorry, up 2% versus the same week last year, but down 2% versus the same week in 2019. Uh, we should begin to see much better ethanol production in this country very shortly. Corn basis is collapsing or has collapsed in some areas where harvest has been active. Um, so you're going to see cheaper cash corn. The ethanol plants will buy it. They will grind more corn for ethanol. Ethanol stocks were up marginally, but have generally trended lower since really since mid-July. Gasoline demand down about 5% versus the same week in 2019, up about 4.5% versus the same week last year. So kind of in the middle between those two numbers. China lowered its target for the country's sow herd. The country's Minister of Agriculture and World Affairs said that the target for the herd was now around 41 million for the time frame from 2021 through 2025 and should be no lower than 37. The previous guidelines were higher than that. They suggested a goal of 40 to 43. The quote was this, as long as the inventory of breeding sows is kept within a reasonable range, piglet production will be guaranteed and hog market supply and pork prices will be kept relatively stable. That's what the ministry said in a statement. Uh, the, the hog market or pork prices, all that stuff has been under a lot of pressure. There was rapid expansion following uh, the African swine fever outbreak, which has led to uh, oversupply short term. So if, if these numbers are right and and they're telling us that there will be essentially less hogs in China here than previously expected, I suppose you could you could say that's a negative for grain demand. But a lot remains to be seen there. Uh, the Fed was out yesterday with some statements following their two-day meeting. They said that they will begin tapering soon. They did not specify a time or a date or even a time frame. Interest rates were kept at zero as expected. General consensus is that the benchmark Fed fund rate will probably see its first increase in late 2022 or early 2023. In regard to inflation, uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell said this, for inflation, we appear to have achieved more than significant progress, substantial further progress. The part of the test, that part of the test is achieved in my view and the view of many others. You've got to keep in mind that pre-COVID, the Fed wanted inflation. They were trying to get to two or two and a half percent inflation. And now they've got to five or six percent inflation, which they believe is transitory uh, or short-lived or will be brief. Uh, we That remains to be seen. So yeah, we've hit the Fed inflation targets and then uh, about doubled it um, as we sit here this morning. Uh, we've got an export sales report from USDA here at 730. 
Corn sales expected 300,000 to 800,000. Soybean sales 500 to a million. Wheat sales expected 250 to 600. October grain options expire tomorrow. Make sure you take a look at any remaining open positions there. Cattle market was higher yesterday. Uh, we had some decent gains. Some of your uh, deferred fat cattle contracts were up more than a dollar. Uh, some of your feeder cattle contracts were up more than a dollar. Uh, we'll see what develops in the cash market yet this week. I don't know that there's a whole lot to speak of just yet. The boxed beef market was down uh, sharply, three and a half bucks in the choice boxes and down two and a half in the select boxes. Outside markets, we've got a uh, lower trade in the U.S. dollar. We've got a higher trade in the stock market. So the stock market was totally unfazed by the Fed talk. Uh, the S&P finished higher yesterday. It's up 27 this morning. The Dow's up 200 this morning. The uh, bonds are are just slightly higher. Gold and silver lower. Crude oil is down 38 cents at 71.86. Everybody have a great day today. I will talk to you guys same time tomorrow.